0: Welcome to the Big Church Podcast. We are a church in Barrie, Ontario, Canada, and we hope you are blessed by this message. For more information, check out our website at bigchurch.cc. So what we're, we're doing today is we're, we're, we're looking at faith, and uh, it starts and it finishes with faith is the title of my message today. And um, and we're going to look at a passage that Paul has in Philippians, and it's just an incredible uh, encouragement and faith, but I just want to recap from last week last week I talked about the Bible says that the hearts of many will, will grow faint. They literally will you You will be in so much fear and terror of everything that's going on that your heart will just faint. It'll just You, you won't have anything in you and so this is why It's so important that we don't live in this reality. We live in a greater reality we're going to look at this again today because Paul brings this out in the book of Philippians so clearly. We, if this is your reality, you're going to be so disappointed because God has so much more. And if we can draw on the reality of the kingdom of heaven, because the Bible says our prayer that Jesus taught us to pray was, let your, your kingdom come, let your will be done where? On earth as it is in heaven. Heaven's the pattern. And so, what's your calling? Your calling is that, to bring heaven's standard down to earth. That's your calling. I anoint you, go forth and bring forth the kingdom of God. Everyone can do that. It's a no-brainer. Amen? That's what we're called to do. And we're called to bring that wherever we go. And so it's looking at that reality, it's living in that reality, it's pulling from that reality. And so Paul, you know, he was talking about, I don't want, I don't even want to come in persuasive words and everything else because your confidence will rest in that and it won't rest in the power of God. It won't rest in what God says and what God can do. And I don't want to come with just words, but I want to come with power and demonstration because the truth and, and love is not about, it's not about just talk it's about power it's about demonstration of that and and so that's where we got to live we've got to live that and we live in a day and age where we've got to we've got to see this reality come into the natural and we and we, we have to know how do i push through for this how do i live by faith and paul gives us it very clear in Philippians 3 we're going to look at this together and um <clears throat> He, he kind of shows us how to live this way and to allow this faith to continually be nurtured and what are the things that we do to keep it charted and so that it, we live by that faith. We're, we're not just hopeful. I, I love this. is I was taught this in Bible school, and it helped me a lot with faith and hope. Hope is the chalkboard, and faith is the writing on the chalkboard. You have to have hope because that's the chalkboard that you write your faith on. So but the hope has to be there, but hope's not enough. You need now you need faith to say, okay, what am I hopeful for? And you have to start to write it down. You have to start God, what are you saying? God, what is it you want to do? And there's specifics. And 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 faith will 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 get those things. And God, you know, as a God, He says that we live by faith. We grab a hold of those things by faith. We're going to look at this in Philippians three. So let's. We're starting at Philippians three one. So it says, "Whatever happens, my dear brothers and sisters," it says, "Rejoice in the Lord." Amen. Whatever happens, yeah. But what if it's a really, 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 really bad day? Rejoice in the Lord. Yeah, but, but. Why? He's not doing anything for me. When was it about us? When was it about us? It's about Him. He's good regardless. One thing I've realized, it may be a bad day, but even in that bad day, He never stops working. He never stops. He never stops working. And even in the bad, He's working something good. Amen. So I can rejoice. And then he says here, I never get tired of telling you these things, and I do it to safeguard your faith. So Paul here is he's saying, look, guys, I I challenge you with these things, but I'm doing it because I want to safeguard your faith. He says, watch out for those dogs, those people who do evil, those mutilators who say you must be circumcised to be saved. For we who worship by the Spirit of God are the ones who are truly circumcised. We rely on what Christ Jesus has done for us. We put no confidence in human effort, though I could have confidence in my own effort if anyone could indeed. And so here Paul is saying, now in this situation, back in the day, circumcision was a big thing. It was the legalistic thing that made you right with God and that put you basically in good ranks with God. It was was the law. It was well understood in that day. Guys, painful thing. To have to be right with God, but that's what it took. And so it was like, and they were using an outward demonstration. But our outward demonstration in our culture, and it's crept into the church, is humanism. And we, we literally, everything is based on what you can do and, and what you can attain for God in yourself. And It's we measure everything by this and we measure success by all these outward steps and levels and it It's creeped in now and people are like no. No, I'm I've got this level of goodness Who how dare you say and it's got nothing to do with any of that? Great if you can walk in that stuff But if you're not if it's not founded and based in faith when when something comes to crumble that thing and trust me the devil hates you and he will if your foundation isn't faith, it's going to take you out. Cuz my faith establishes my good works. I don't do things good things to become better. I I already I'm I am already righteous. I don't do good things to become more righteous. I am righteous by faith and therefore I do good things. Because I'm righteous. By faith not by anything I did by faith and Paul is saying here watch out for those dogs watch out for those ones that are gonna creep in and try to measure you and say this and 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 make you belittle you and compare you and we, we've got all that going on and it's 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 so damaging he says don't put in put don't put any confidence in human effort Paul's saying I could he says here, I was circumcised when I was eight days old. It was the perfect time to be circumcised, according to the law. He says, I'm a pure-blooded citizen of Israel and a member of the tribe of Benjamin, a real Hebrew if there ever was one. I was a member of the Pharisees who demand the strictest obedience to the Jewish law. So he was in the, the, the hoity-toity of legalist um, religious people. He was in the upper-upper, um, the, the Yale the whatever you want to call it, the, the high, high, top notch guys. He says here, and he says, I was zealous to the point that I harshly persecuted the church. And as for righteousness, I obeyed the law without fault. I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless. Why? For one reason. One reason because of what Christ has done. Period. Guys, we got to get back to this basics and the simplicity of this faith. We've got to get back to the fact that it's about what Christ has done. We got to be talking about that more we got to be celebrating that more. we got to be, um, you know, having times where we're just meditating on that and just allowing our faith to be stirred because we're focused on what he did, you know, and the things that he accomplished and the, and the power of sin and death that he broke and, and the transforming power of that. And it, it, when we look at all of that, it, everything else that we accomplished fails in comparison. And Paul's saying, that's why. All those things that were valuable, guess what? They don't even touch or measure up to what he did and why he did it. He did it as a gift, and he gave it to you and me freely. And every time we think we can earn it, every time we think we can attain it, it's like a slap in his face. It's like, you know what, Jesus, it wasn't quite good enough. Here, I'm going to help you out. And he's like, I don't need your help. It's done. All you have to do is accept it. All you have to do is let that that sink into the point that it begins to change you. And Paul allowed that here. He says here, let's go read on. He says, yes, everything else is is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. In everything, he's saying, look, in all this journey of getting everything that I'm getting, accomplishing everything I'm accomplishing, just doing every goal that I got to do and a, every task that I got to do, nothing is in comparison to knowing Christ, to falling in love with him, to knowing him more deeply, to it's experiencing the things that he has for, for you and for me. That's what makes this journey amazing. It's Christ. Amen? It's Christ. And he says here, there's nothing in comparison. Um, I lost my spot. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I could gain Christ. <laughs> Christ (laughs) and I love this become one with him see there's a lot of things that crowd in to our relationship husbands and wives how many know your wife isn't going to let other wives crowd into your bed Or other things lure you from her being the one that your heart is set on. Because life has all kinds of things. And Christ, he wants to be number one. Why? Because he's worthy of it, first of all. Not because he just wants to be number one. There is no one who has done what he has done. There is no one that will give us what we need or anything in this world more than what christ can give us and so in this place paul's saying here i've lost all those things why so that i could become one with him that's i had to lose those things how many have had moments where you've gone through a really hard time and um like it's a it's a stripping time where you know it's a season where god you know whatever rips it out of your life and there's such a sweetness because he comes so much closer Christ becomes more real there's we've all experienced it's a bittersweet we, we hate that time but we love that time I just right? like I don't want to have to go through is there another way we can do this like can we just get it another way somehow but I don't it doesn't seem to happen any other way so but we can do it voluntarily or we can do it involuntarily. Either we fall on the rock, is what he said, or the rock falls on us. But the crushing is going to happen. And it starts in the house of God. Judgment begins in the house of God. And so we shouldn't be surprised when things are you know God's shaking things and we're because he is our firm foundation so we should allow that shaking so that anything that can be shaken will be shaken so that which cannot be shaken will remain and when it that remains then there comes a place where again Christ becomes our firm foundation we become so one and so solid with him and I believe that we're in a season of this that God is um, He's bringing his people to that place of that simplicity of faith that it is about the, our faith. It's about holding on to our faith. It's about not letting go. It's about that's what really matters. Like, you won't find w- something worth living for till you've found something worth dying for. Christ is worth dying for. And so, wh- why would I bow to anything other than that? He says, I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith. Amen? Say, I am righteous through faith. It's just by simply through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on what? That you read your Bible 24 hours a day, that you prayed, that you... You know, you did your list of, you served in church, you, you came, went every Sunday, you, you like, we, we got lists, we got measures, and we think that our righteousness depends on those. How many know when you have a slip up week, you're like, you feel less righteous? It's not based on that. You can't become more married. You're married. You can be closer or more distant in your marriage, but married is married. When he makes you righteous, you're righteous. Amen? And that righteousness comes by faith. That's what it comes by. He says, I want to know Christ and experience what? The mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to focus on that. You know, the Leafs. I cannot believe all the Leafs diehard fans. Yes, we have one back there. <clears throat> if I could take if I could take that die hard loyalty and put it onto Team God Almighty. God Almighty. Wear the t shirt. And that uh, you will push through for nineteen years, even though you don't get a win. And you're like, Come on, God Almighty, you are God Almighty. And where you can push through for the win. And every setback, every setback is still believe. God, you never stop working. God, you never stop working. God, you never stop working. And you wear your God Almighty cap and your God Almighty t shirt. And they're like, what's up with that? Yeah, God Almighty's coming through. <clears throat> and everyone else is. Doesn't matter if they want to wear their jerk face Satan shirts. <laughs> Loser shirts. Because when we follow him, that's what we become. But let's wear the God Almighty. Let's root for that. Let's be loyal to that. Let's n- see that he can do it. Because it amazes me. Every year, oh, they're just about, oh, and then they come back again the next year. It's like, I know they can do it. It's like, let's bring that. Let's be like that persistent widow. That's what he's saying. She went before an unjust judge. Everything was stacked against her. She's saying, avenge me of my adversary. Avenge me of my, and what did Jesus say? He commended her, and he said, when I come, will I find this kind of faith on the earth? So how many Leaf fans do I have that are going to come on to Team God Almighty? Come on. Team God Almighty. Let's do it. Let's do it. And guys, when we get a win, let's go crazy. Not, not, oh, that's nice. God did that. Oh, that's nice. Let's Let's rejoice on the wins. You know that that win, when you get that win, and when you celebrate those wins, it's contagious. And it spreads. And it builds more and more and more faith. I've been in services when I was in India, when I was in uh, Africa, um, in Albania, and crusade meetings where... Jesus begins to do awesome miracles. And one person comes up and shares how their deaf ears were opened. And someone who comes up with crutches and throws them down starts running. And it ignites. It's like faith bomb. Go out into the crowd and then more and then more and then more. And it it just erupts. And it's like these winds are all over the place. And team God Almighty is like, whoo, cleaning the house. We can have that, but we got to where is our faith? Where is it? Where is it? Because what we can fall into and it's so easy to do, we get into just cruise, we get into. It's just like a default of just we just kind of just carry on no expectation, no reality of, yeah, the new term that they use for it in a society right now is called quiet quitting. It's a very q- good term. We just quietly quit. It's like, oh, I'll do what I, I do what I need to do, but inside you just quit. Because, see, the Bible says that we, when God d- designed us, Created in, in his image, and he said to be fruitful and to multiply and to subdue the earth. We are to conquer. We are to always be better and better and better. Why? Because we are to be better for ourselves, and then we lift others. See, when I'm lifted, I lift others around me, and when we do that, when you break through for someone that breaks through for yourself it breaks through for someone else and someone else and someone else when we keep moving forward amen if you keep growing you will keep going you have to keep growing in order to keep going and so there's times though that ground gets hard and it gets you get in environments where it's like and that's where you've got to like no I got to get out of this so no, I got to be around others that are going to you know loosen up that ground whatever it takes there's there's different ways that god breaks it but you don't stay stuck you don't quit quietly amen and and paul never did and this is what he says here paul had a had a had a picture and of where he was going he says i want to know christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead how many want to experience that and i want to suffer with him sharing in his death now yeah <laughs> yeah so that what one way or another i will experience the resurrection from the dead paul was was left, stoned for dead and left for dead a couple times so he was like it doesn't matter kill me if it's not my time to go i'm coming back again i'm back <laughs> and that's the way it is it doesn't matter My time's not done till my time's done. And sickness, disease, and anything else from hell is not taking me out. I'm leaving when my job's done. And I'm going to work till my job's done. Not retiring. Yes, I might slow down and do work differently. But I'm never, ever going to stop giving what God put inside of me and pouring it out into a generation because by the end of your life to me it is such a lie from hell that old people at the end of their life think they can just put their feet up when you've been given the most you've been given at the end of your life and you should be giving that away No, you can't run and do the marathon. No, you can't be a young whippersniffer, but you can certainly pray. You can certainly pour into others and speak life into others and and help one another and bonk someone on the head when they're being stupid and tell them to smarten up and get some wisdom. You can do that, and yeah, I'll be doing that. You bet. I'll give you a kick when you need it. Our life is for that. It is not for anything else. We can sleep when we're dead. (laughs) No, you know what the Bible says about loving sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands, and what comes upon you? Not good things. (laughs) So, but this is Paul's perspective on it. He says, I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection, but this is what I do. I press on to per- possess that perfection. See, and this is why it has to be about Christ. It can't be about comparison because I might be further along in my thinking than you, this person and this person and this person. But when it's Christ, I, I'll never arrive. I press on to his perfection. And it's always about what Christ has done. He's my standard. He's the one I measure by. I don't compare myself. Our comparisons and all the things that we do in our thinking is so, it's so not godly. Heaven does not measure things like we measure things. We've got to get heaven's value system. And, and and throw away this world's values. That's why it bugs the you know it bugs the world when they can persecute the church and they can throw all these things and they don't care. It's like you hurt my feelings. I can't get hurt. I'm unoffendable. I I love you. I I don't care if you hate me. I've decided to be your friend. You're gonna hate me all you want. I'm your friend. Why? Because we don't have this earth's value system. We don't live by this. We, we are reaching for that perfection. He says, I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. It was what Christ possessed me for. He, when, he, when he sealed me up and he said, I've redeemed you, he had a, pic, a perfect picture of who I could be. He redeemed me to that point. I have to walk that out, but he's redeemed me to that. And that's what he's, he's done. And Paul had a picture of that. He says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but this is what? I focus on what? 25 steps. One thing. Yeah, he dummies it down for us. Aren't you glad? <laughs> One thing. Forgetting the past. Oh, man, that's a hard one. We have how how many know there's some things that are easy to forget and you're you're glad it's like. And there's some things that are hard to forget. Thank God he helps us along the way, but but we have to forget. The past because the one thing that the past is, it's the past. And so we can talk about it as if it was real as yesterday, but it's the past. It's done. We need to move on. And we can't let our past dictate our future. We do not need to do that. Christ isn't holding it over our heads. He's redeemed us. It's done. We can look forward to what lies ahead. Amen? And this is what he says. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. How many know there's this call, you sense it, you know it. Every time you get into, there's this call that there's something more. than You were made for something more. And it's not a driving call. It's a leading, it draws you. It's like, I know there's more. And it's never a condemning thing. It's always a, he's drawing you into more. He's like, he's calling you up and he's saying, no, there's more for you. Don't settle for this. There's more. And it says, let all who are spiritual, spiritually mature, agree on these things. Can we agree on this? Let's agree on this. Because when we do, that's how we can truly encourage one another. And if you disagree on some point, I believe God will make it plain to you. But Then he ends with this. But we must hold on to the progress we have already made. This is so important. How many know the, ga- the ground you gained, don't let it go. Don't let it go. Don't let it be trampled on. If someone tries to trample on it and whatever, you just, you hold that ground. You say, no, you can't take this from me. There's people, we live in this intellectual society that thinks they're so smart and have all these answers for all these things, and they can talk down at you and belittle your breakthroughs and belittle it and make it like it's some fake thing that you've, you've, it's you've concocted and you've made up and it's like, no, no, you're, you don't take that from me. I've lived it. I've done it. It's happened. You're not taking it from me. I'm holding on to this. And you think whatever you can think, whatever you want to think, but this is real and this has been done. Hold on to it. Dear brothers and sisters, pattern your lives after mine and learn from those who follow our example. So look at your leaders. Look at those who are following Christ. Look at what they're is coming out of their lives. Look at how they're living. Look at the things that 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 they they're not saying, but look at what they're doing. We were talking about this today. Kids mimic. Right. We got a little Timothy growing up now and and he just he watches everything and they, they so they, he's not listening so much to what we say. He's he's watching what we do. And, and our kids and our spiritual kids are watching what we do, our pattern. And, we, and we, we want to pattern what is good. Amen? It says, for I've told you often before, and I say it again with tears in my eyes, that there are many whose conduct shows they're really enemies of the cross of Christ and again it's that legalism it's that law up where you're they're they're saying you've got to attain it by this and this and this and he's saying look you're throwing everything away that Christ did when you come under that don't come under that he says they're headed for destruction their God is their appetite they brag about shameful things and they think only about this life on earth. This is a good gauge, guys. Are we thinking more about this life than the life that we're going to? Now, as I'm getting older, I've got more people that are going over into the other side. So I'm thinking about the other side more. It's helped me. I'm thinking about like, you look at a culmination of a life and you realize how many things matter and how many things don't matter I've been with enough people at death's door and been there right till the end to see okay you know what in the end what really mattered and it's kind of a wake-up call it's kind of like man why did I live for all those earthly things they really didn't matter and I'm not saying we don't, obviously we live in the world, but we're not of the world. The thing that gets their ticker going shouldn't get our ticker going. We should not be excited about those things. That shouldn't be what motivates us, what drives us. It's the life to come. It's the, the rewards in heaven. It's the, what are we doing in bringing others to heaven? Amen? Amen? And populating heaven. And allowing others to experience the goodness that we've had and and, and letting God into people's lives and let them see this. That's the number one thing. And it says here, because we are what? Citizens of heaven. Heaven. Not Turkey. Not Canada. Not America. Heaven. Already re- renounced one citizenship. I am Canadian 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 I got rid of my u.s. One so I'm more Canadian than you Just so you know, but my citizenship is heaven 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 is my home. I am not getting comfortable here Where the Lord Jesus Christ lives and what we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our Savior Amen, let's stand thank you lord and it says here he will take our weak and mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies like his own using the same power with which he will bring everything under his control amen everything under his control so I thank you jesus we thank you for all that you've done we thank you. We are going to lift you up. You are the high and lifted up one. And we lift you up in this place. We're going to just uh, lift him up and magnify him in this place. Jesus, we thank you that as we lift you up, as we glorify you, we thank you that you, you call us higher. You call us higher. You call us into more. We, we thank you that we are able to let go of the past We are able to let go of those things that have held us back and we are able, Jesus, to to receive what you have and that you call us higher with you. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that this message has truly blessed your life. For more information, go to bigchurch.cc.